Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Space Explored Podcast. I'm Seth Gurkowski, and with me always this week is Jared Sanders. How are you, Jared? I'm good, man. How's it going? Just another week, some more space uh, news. Another week, another update on Artemis 1 that no one believes. Um, <laughs> it's a coin toss, man. The updates are like it, coin tosses. It's like, the yeah, well, we'll see what, what's up with this. Um, so the uh, Artemis team, there wasn't anything big. It was just a uh, just a blog post that they get um updating a new launch date possibilities for artemis one so they're moving kind of everything back no supply no surprise there yes sls everything gets delayed um so the cryogenic propellant test will be done on the 21st um which was originally the first launch date opportunity i believe um or near it yeah and then they were going for the 23rd was the date i think well the 23rd yeah i was close yeah something like that and then uh the so the first launch opportunity will now be uh september 27th if the cryogenic testing goes well if the range approves the uh uh the extension to the flight termination system batteries um and like if 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 everything goes well if there's no hurricane now now we got right, right, right. We're we're in the hurricane season now, which yeah. I kind of thought about going into this when it got delayed a couple of months. I'm like, okay, hurricane season is about to kick off. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it's, it's just, just like bad tropical weather like season anyway. Like yesterday, um, SpaceX had to scrub because of weather. So yeah, yeah, just, we're getting to that point now in, in Central Florida where um, like it's weather is just not going well. Let me find a good cone. Here we go um, of. Uh, of what we're looking at right yep. now so so uh, that's not gonna make it that's probably that's probably gonna be way early i think right um, right maybe well no monday that's the 18th i think or something like that i don't know maybe if it, if it goes north maybe this could cause some issues oh wait no yeah yeah no they can't i don't, I don't think they can have a sls on the pad so right um if this makes its way up to, to florida um According to uh, the launch director, it was a great question that uh, Chris Gebhardt from NASA Spaceflight brought up in the press briefing of how long it's going to take for them to get back to the VAB. And they said, if everything goes well on an expedited timeline, three days. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I know, know, right? Three days. Um, That's not like, that's not quick at all. And that's like, if everything goes well and they're quick about it. So um that like doesn't really that's i don't know that's, that's yeah that's yeah like, it's, it's cutting kind of close, playing that five days ahead probably like you know and, and at that point like five days in hurricane world is like that i think that that could be hitting that, that they could be like projected to hit east coast florida or like it spins out and goes to the gulf yeah like, on the, at, the, in five days a hurricane can actually hit go back out come back in and hit again or yeah or across the state three times <laughs> that yeah i could, could completely miss florida make a u-turn and yeah. just come right into florida Definitely pretty much before. uh yeah so that's some of yeah so so much now has to go into like if 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 just a bunch of yeah. what ifs now for uh for the iron one launch date so even if being pushed back in the late october november like it totally makes sense just weather wise because you're gonna get towards hopefully sure i think october is gonna be is another big month of hurricane season yep it's sort pull, of the I'll tail end i'm pulling out my four years of of florida living my expert my expertise of of hurricanes um yeah november still hurricanes but like yeah, October, not, October, November though it starts to tail off quite a bit. We're we're sort of like yeah. in the thick of it right now. Yeah, and we're actually like we're 
the hurricane season like you t- it tails off like right. once you get to it, everything picks up at the end of the season pretty right. much right um so yeah so these next like about next month is going to be rough uh hurricane wise but yeah so and again uh they also announced a new under they have <laughs> like how they have this one under review um <laughs> for, for all the <laughs> listeners out there Seth's doing major air quotes <laughs> if you're just so listening to the air, podcast there's so many air quotes right now with around all of this uh october 2nd would be another uh launch opportunity um right. if they get the if again if they get the extension. yeah it's, all, it's if, if 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 the hurricane if there's a no hurricane if the cryogenic goes well a lot of variables um, <laughs> a lot of ifs uh so september 27th would have a 70 minute launch window and that opens at 11 37 a.m eastern and then uh, i like how they now give us the landing dates for orion for this um orion will land on november 5th after that um and then on the, on the under review october <laughs> more air quotes uh, october 2nd window will be a 109 minute long window so that's just uh a little bit longer an hour and a half yeah over hour and better a half. than 70 <laughs> yeah <laughs> longer than 70 which was about two just over an uh yeah an hour um window that opens at 2 52 p.m and lands at november 11 on uh, november 11th uh yeah and i think when we get into the october 17th i think those launch dates go into like the real early morning mm-hmm. um or late and then i think november is also either early morning or late evening mm-hmm. which I, I brought up in discussion like internally of like we really don't want those for viewing wise like yeah for we, like public viewing that's definitely not going to be yeah like i mean for us it doesn't matter we're gonna see it because we're so close yeah yeah we're gonna see it but like if you're public you really want to see this thing you really want to see this thing you really want to have great views right blue sky orange bullet going Mm -hmm. through the sky yeah yeah you want to yeah uh so at night though it's not gonna be as epic but uh it's still gonna be pretty epic it might light up the sky a little bit more than i'll be honest (laughs) so most of the reason why you're gonna see yeah it's gonna look yeah that's fair like he's gonna light up the sky you're gonna hear it it's gonna be epic no matter what it's just gonna be epic in a different way right so yeah so that's going on for for artemis one a lot of air quotes a lot of ifs a lot of under a lot of stay tuned (laughs) a lot of stay tuned stay tuned for the next week where we spend another five minutes on uh on artemis one what ifs what i'm questioning like once this thing goes off the ground what are we going to fill this segment with because we have this great like five (laughs) minutes five to ten minutes with five more minutes every single week of other of other content yeah (laughs) so yeah uh well we have artemis three to look forward to so yeah that <laughs> Artemis two would actually be next, but uh, Axiom just got uh, selected. They 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 got selected to uh, develop these spaces alongside uh, Collins Aer- Aerospace, but they got officially selected this time uh, to uh, be the the super provider for Artemis three, mm-hmm. which would be twenty twenty five, I think. Right now, do they have an updated? I don't think they have an updated date yet for this and this, but I think right now it's trending twenty twenty five. Um, Closely pushing into twenty twenty six, depending on how Artemis one goes. <laughs> <sighs> well, to be uh, to be fair, I think the, uh, unless Artemis one gets delayed like over a year, uh, I think everything else will probably hold. I, it's it's not necessarily SLS. I think that's holding them back. Well, building the next SLS is going to hold them back, but like they're already building that. Right. Um, the delays right now are kind of like these suits being developed and tested and. Uh, Orion, I think uh, Orion we have now is technically Orion that's crew capable, but like there's some things that still need to like be added. In. Like there's there's so much more like, like crew training and all that stuff. Like sure. I think is sure. what's going to like hold that stuff down. But 
yeah, so Artemis 3 right now, 2025. Axiom, uh, of course, if you know, if you're following the space program, Axiom Space, they're building a, they're kind of like the, they're, they're not, they're not like space tourism, but like, that's kind of like what they're kind of like, they're kind of building the stuff for mm-hmm. it. Um, I guess like they're they're like the Hilton, I guess, of like the space room thing. They're gonna build their own space station. It's gonna be attached onto the ISS. They're built they're working with SpaceX. They've already launched their first mission uh, yep. to the ISS, not just to the ISS, not to their own space station that hasn't been built yet. They're building it still. Yep. I actually picked um, up this swanky hat. I don't know if you can see it, but I got this hat. Yeah, it's a little stealthy <laughs> little axiom hat. I yeah. didn't notice that before the show. It's <laughs> quite nice. Um so like their whole plan is that their space station they're going to attach like the segments onto the iss and then eventually it's going to like come free floating once the iss retires or before that preferably i think um i, I would hope before hopefully before yeah like, i think i i don't know how long i don't think they've really talked about how long it's going to stay attached to the iss like i think i don't know if it's like once they get their solar panels up there installed and working and tested then they'll go they'll go right away or they're just gonna like mm-hmm. kind of mooch off the iss for as long as possible and then and then dip um either one could be could work out uh yeah but they're, they're also launching like private astronaut missions they're called at nasa uh so we saw axiom one which had a, a crew of four um civilians one uh retired nasa astronaut who's a commander um fly up to the iss for like i think it was like so it's like 20 days. I think I ended up being like 28 days, something like that, because mm-hmm. of weather delays on, on landing, um, which is like the worst problem to have as an astronaut. Like, oh, man, I got to stay up here. And yeah, like, oh, a little bit longer. Week. That's That sucks. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, it's like going on vacation, right, and being stuck there. But it's good vacation. Yeah, it, I think it was like the question everyone didn't like wanted to ask, but didn't ask at the press conference was like, did you guys really care about the delays? Right. Like, <laughs> did you guys really care? Uh, like you're stuck up there in space. Like, who cares who pays for it at this point? Just like, just keep us up there. But uh, yeah, so they're they're doing a whole bunch of stuff. They're one of the reason why they, this was kind of an interesting selection for them to get funded, not just for the art university, but just to be f- uh, development of the suit is they're gonna plan on doing commercial EVAs. Yep. On their space station, so like they're already it already is in their. Um, like their idea, like their plan to build a spacesuit. So getting some NASA funding um, always, is always helpful. Um, this was kind of like the, we were all kind of surprised that SpaceX didn't even pitch the be in this program because they kind of like were the whole, they were kind of like the first company, Elon at least, was the first one to kind of like support to be like, yo, if you guys need help, like we'll, right. <laughs> SpaceX will do it for you. Um, and, they're, and, they're, and they have uh, such a, head, a big head start on sort of already having technology yeah. that they've been developing. Yeah, and they well they're already working on it. They are working on turning their current like flight suit into an EVA suit. Yep. Um of course being there's two different types of EVA suits. I guess you can call it like the lunar EVA suit and then like the EVA suit we kind of all known. Yeah, like spacewalking. Yeah. Spacewalking suit yep. is like they're a little bit different. They're both called EVAs, but like they're they're not necessarily like the EVA suit that we have at the ISS like isn't designed for you to stand up on. Sure. Um sure. Yeah, it's like scuba. It's like a scuba diving suit to like a deep dive suit, right? Like you're gonna have yeah different yeah, technology exactly. in it. Yeah, yeah, so like it's just like it's just different support systems, different like you don't like in the EVA suit, you don't have to move at the waist, right? Like, right, right. Yeah, move your whole body and it's fine. So you have to move at the waist, more arm. Like there's a whole bunch of more stuff that goes into like I guess an EVA suit for the walking around on yep. the surface. Yeah, articulation. Uh, so that's like what they're building. We still have no idea what axiom suit's gonna look like they, their teaser image is like just kind of looks like uh the 
the X uh, EMU, I think there was called a uh, suit that NASA was building, but like in shadowed. So like, it's not really anything new. Um, that was so like, we'll quick. To, we like, got to get this out for the press release. Hit the photo. Quick, let's just take this photo and like put a whole drop shadow on it. Yeah, yeah, Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> just photoshop the shadow into it we'll be fine so that's kind of like all uh, we'll have to wait and see like what the thing looks like i wouldn't expect anything radical i don't think it's going to be radical unlike spacex would probably get a french designer to do it or something i think they actually, uh, it's something like that probably something crazy like that but i'm sure it'll look cool either way though i'm sure it will look cool what you know what also look cool because it's just just because i'm going to force a, a transition um <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, Blue Origin, yeah. So, yeah, so done with the, the spacesuit thing, but Blue Origin had a, uh, not cool, but looked cool, abort for their uh, uncrewed launch that happened. Thank God, yeah. I mean, first off, thank God it was uncrewed, and yeah, yeah nobody was really uh, I in looked, danger. I saw some numbers for what the possible Gs were on mm-hmm. the abort system, and I would not want to be on that thing. That is, like, 20-plus Gs. Like, it's... <laughs> At that point, I don't think it's not about uh, being comfortable like everything else about newer shippers launches are. It's about getting the hell out of there and yeah. being safe. So this is not, of course, it's not the first time we saw it. And actually, this is like a big reminder. Uh, a lot of us in the, I saw a few other reporters tweet about it. Like, no, long, every launch is interesting. Like, always, always pay attention. Because right, I right. think new shepherd launches have kind of gone down to like, no one really cares about them anymore. And all of a sudden, like, I had it on just in the corner of my eye. And I'm like, well, all right. Like, they're like a couple minutes of launch. Like, they're fine. Whatever. They're on a launch. Let me call my dealer real quick and see if the part I ordered's in. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm like, just on the phone. And I look over. And I see, like, I just see a flash in my left, like, side of my, like, my left peripheral eye. I look over. I'm like, oh, that's not right. That doesn't, <laughs> that is usually not. Like, when they separate the capsule, there's usually not smoke at the end of it. Right. Um. So pretty much what happened here, we'll actually play, let's see how many ads are going to pop up. Yeah, for anybody listening to the audio, um, we'll drop a link in the show notes so you guys can check it out. Yeah, we'll see. I just have this going at like just a couple seconds before uh, T-minus. And uh, it's pretty much what happened was just around max Q, which is the point where the uh, aerodynamic stressors are the most on the rocket. um, They throttle down the engine and they throttle back up. And that's about that's where we saw the 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 abort happen was just just after Max Q. Um, there, if you want to like pixel peep the the video and go back slide back and forth, we won't do that on stream. But um, if you just see a few things, uh, you, you'll see like some something come off from the from the rocket, and then shortly after Max Q, when they throttle back up, you kind of see this big flame come, yep. and all of a sudden that's when the abort happened. Actually, the rocket goes sideways, and then aborts. Um, so it's a little, it's a little like scary looking, uh, going back and watching it. Uh, like that's, I would not want to be on that rack at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's also a reminder that a lot, cause there's so many successful missions now, but it's like mm-hmm. just a reminder that, you know, this shit's a little dangerous. I actually, I'm trying to think, I don't think this has ever been a actual, like area, area you can see the yep. it, it abort. I don't, um, I don't. Of course. Oh, nice. good timing, you two. Nice timing. Great timing. The so, um, <laughs> the <laughs> of course. So the uh, the it. <sighs> yeah, I don't think I've ever seen like an actual like abort happen like on an actual launch. Like, like, like we've seen we've seen abort tests. Like right. Uh, right. We've already like Blue Origin already did an in-flight abort test of their rocket. Um, 
<laughs> Thanks, Jared. <laughs> I am a YouTube Premium member, but I'm in a private browser, so I'm not. <laughs> um, so the I actually, and if, as soon as I put it up, brought YouTube into the stream, like it's gonna, there's gonna be an ad, and I should have just brought it into a non-private browser. I don't think the uh, Blue Origin already did inflate abort, and it actually looks just like this, except it didn't. The rocket didn't go sideways. Um, and SpaceX did their inflate abort test as well, as we get to see the Falcon Nine blow up, which mm-hmm. is super awesome. Uh, Orion did a, a ground test abort, or actually, no, they did an inflate abort test, but not on their. SLS, of course, that'd be way too expensive. Yeah. Um, on like a on like a smaller rocket, and then um, what was it? A Starliner did a, a a pad abort test, not really a pad abort test, like a out in the a, a simulated pad abort. They just mm-hmm. fired it off at the ground. So like we've seen them be tested, um, but we never really. I don't think we've ever seen one actually be used before um, in a flight. And I didn't. I don't think none of us knew if the uh, abort system was. Um, on in a on a non crewed uh new shepherd launch so now we know that yeah yeah and actually it worked perfectly right so yeah it did and it worked absolutely perfectly everything i intended uh in the in the capsules back uh, i'm assuming the booster didn't do so well right um, it did, we didn't get to see those those camera angles um and i'm sure we won't but uh, the faa is kind of looking doing the uh leading the investigation on this because it's a faa licensed space vehicle so the faa is going to lead, lead the uh uh, the investigation, um, and of course, because there was no human, uh, at least so far, we don't we don't know of any. We they said there's been no injuries or no anything like that um, uh, due to this. So the NTSB, the National Transportation Safety Board, won't isn't involved. That's a relatively new uh, addition. That if there's any injuries or fatalities, the NTSB gets involved with spaceflight accidents. But if not, it's just the FAA, um, which is kind of interesting. Um, new new thing that that came out. But uh, yeah, so. Well, obviously, going to be waiting on the FAA uh, to give the okay on this before yep. we see New Shepard uh, fly again. But it's good to see that it works. Um, a lot of people are saying like, "I'll never go fly." A lot of people are now going, "I won't fly on a, um, uh, won't fly on New Shepard ever again." Which I'm like, I don't know. If I'd say that <laughs> I don't want to be in an abort. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like now that like, you have to see the abort system work twice, and also now since it's on an crude one, like that's probably a positive for researchers to put their research projects on that right that because right. even if the rocket something goes wrong with the rocket you, there's still a chance you're going to get your research back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they did get a, a technically they got a little bit of zero g <laughs> so <laughs> who knows like what sort of uh maybe there was some sort of a and it's not like a total loss um if they can't fly again but um yeah we'll have to see though this is going to come up probably be months before we see any sort of review or i mean who knows maybe they'll maybe the end of the month like rack yeah. has done i wonder well. i wonder what this is definitely going to do for the celebrity uh <laughs> for the celebrity well like, we've kind of passed that as like i mean i'm sure there's still plenty of more like ticket hoarders that are celebrities out there yeah. that like are just waiting their turn to fly but like as for like the, yeah you're talking about like having like every every launch have some like name person yeah I'm, well i'm just wondering if it's gonna hurt that that like tourism part of it you know um because i mean you know i mean this is it's it's like you know flying a plane it's it's in yeah it's in the cards right it's always in the cards yeah and and now that that there's been an issue like i'm sure like it's not gonna be as popular Uh, like that next the next crew is gonna be interesting yeah 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 i yeah we'll see uh, it'd be interesting to see if they do either a crude launch 
next or if they do another cargo um this is the first cargo they've done in a very like a few years i think the last one was in 2020 or something like that or um uncrewed maybe 2021 i think they had an uncrewed one um so like beginning of 2021 so like it's been a while so we'll see maybe if they just do another uncrewed you know cargo with uh with scientific payloads yeah i guess also depending on what they find out you know what what actually happens yeah we'll have to find out that as well so um of course read more about that or or just wait for uh we'll we'll get more coverage out there once we uh kind of learn about um what happens next with all that with uh with the blue origin another thing that i wanted to share this is probably my favorite thing of this week (laughs) <laughs> the final thing we have for this week yeah is uh something we found on gsa auctions which i i, didn't, I just realized it's yeah we, we talked about like oh it is a doc so it is a government auction site um it's not the astrovan a lot of people will confuse it with the astrovan um it is actually if we go over to this tweet thread it's the nasa convoy command vehicle so I don't know exactly how often this was used. I think this might have just been used out in Edwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they might have had one on either coast for for moving the shuttle around. So pretty much like whenever the shuttle got moved around, uh, you know, they had this kind of like airstream, very similar to the Astrovan um, uh, command vehicle that, yep. that had like all this command stuff and, and stuff like that for the space shuttle whenever it got moved. And well, it's not really being used anymore. Um, it's kind of just sitting around and I guess they're just gonna, they just sold it. So it sold for $21,000 less than my civic that I just bought. <laughs> um, should have, should have saved my money. Should have yeah. bought this. <laughs> uh, your civic, is it cooler than your civic? I don't want to, I'm not going to make that call. I'll let you make that call. I honestly, to be, I, I like the paint job, you know, it's classic. Yeah. It's, it's simple. Um, it's just the red, white, and blue stripes. I like how it's, it's did your civic come with a toilet? My Civic did not come with it. Also, did not come with a mini fridge. So yes. we'll get we're going through the photos right now. So it it's an airstream. So you see the front. It just yep. looks like a straight up airstream with a cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure maybe that. Yeah, t- yeah it was I think that extra TV is a is addition, uh, which is interesting. But it, it's it's old. Also, it's a 1980 something. Kind of um, digging the CRT TV. Just the front dash. I forget I, the I, iPad, man. <laughs> dude, yeah, CRT it, man. Nice uh, for is uh, it for 80? the. I was gonna say for the listeners out there, um, we will throw a link in the show notes. If yeah, all these, all the links it. for all the stories will be in the show notes, of course, for the for the stuff. And we're just looking through photos right now of this thing. We only eighty two hundred miles. It's a steal. Unless who rolled it back is the question. It's <laughs> <laughs> in uh, reverse. Um, and then this is kind of one uh, the renovation on the inside. Yeah, it's not no longer. No longer RVable. Uh, you got a few kind of seats in there and tables and desks and stuff like that. It, it was used, you know, as, I guess, as, a, as command a command center. center. Yeah. yeah. So you got, I mean, hey, buy this thing, bring it out for a launch. And we have a little desk there for the work on and internet and Starlink and all that stuff. Hey, it'd be great. I feel like so, this is the perfect thing to, uh, you know, um, after watching that quick um, Starbase doc, like this is the perfect thing to buy and go sit out there. And hang outside a starbase with, and just <laughs> camp in this. Yeah, like it's, I, gotta, I I don't know who bought it. Of course, we don't know who bought it. Uh, it did end, and it sold for again, again about twenty two hundred, uh, twenty two thousand um, dollars. It's, I hope 
It's going to pop it, up, dude. It's going to pop up in the community. I am so <laughs> hoping that made it to a museum or made it to a collector or, like, someone. And yeah. not, like, to a scrapyard or, a, you know, someone who's just looking to, you know, no, renovate an no, old think, RV. Like, I, I really hope not. I, like, I'm pretty sure someone that bought this is probably... You're going to see. We're going to see this again. It's going to show Hopefully. up in, like, it was super low. There was super low amount of bidders on this thing. Like, it, I was looking up and, like, it was only... I think the bids were only go, going up, like, a couple hundred dollars each. Yeah. And it was... It was was only like every yeah, couple it's hours. 19 bidders yeah it's this def this thing definitely went to somebody that that cares about it it's probably hopefully gonna, we're probably yeah. gonna see it yeah and this this is over on uh on edwards over by um well they call it dryden armstrong flight research center mm-hmm. is the the current name uh and so <laughs> hopefully this thing like shows up and like yeah makes it to um, a visitor center museum yeah. of some sort i, I feel um, like it's i mean L- the there's a shuttle not that far in la yep. so um i, I discovery yep. correct discovery yep. yeah okay yep it's a museum um, i i i know i've seen two out of three of them but i couldn't remember <laughs> which one was out in california or which is dc quick so, side story about that my so uh my wife she used to work for this company that does um automotive touring marketing mm-hmm. and her company was responsible for supplying all the toyota i think it was toyota tundras that pulled the space shuttle through all of LA. Into, of course. Yeah, it was like a toy. They made it. Oh, dude, I think they actually, oh, there's a Toyota commercial that they, they used that year. They, they ran, they yeah. filmed the commercial. Oh yeah. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah so they filmed I, the commercial. I'm surprised that Toyota got that and not Ford. Cause I feel like, like, I feel like did, I think Ford even like did some commercial of like, the space shuttle. Oh no! It was, I mean, it was the airline. It was the airport. Yeah. The airplane landing. They landed on the truck. But like that would have been perfect for for the, yeah. the shuttle. Yeah, yeah. So that that was pretty cool. So she got yeah. She got to hang out and walk all through L.A. the entire <laughs> the entire. Nice. Well, nice. I forget how many miles, but yeah, they they walked with us. Yeah. Uh, starting bid on it though. Uh, starting yeah. Starting bid was four thousand five hundred twenty dollars. So oh, that's uh, it's all the way up to twenty one thousand sixty one USD. Um. Not too bad. Not too bad. I, there was also there's also a few other things that got thrown on this site. There's a J2X engine parts, maybe. Oh. I don't. Which is so the J2 powered the Saturn uh, Saturn 4B S4B stage on the Saturn 5 and Saturn 1, um, and so that was uh, an engine that was the Apollo era engine. J2X is a kind of like a remake of it um, mm-hmm. through. If I remember, I think it was Aerojet Rocketdyne. Yes. Yep. Um, so their parts got sold. I don't know if it was like the entire entire engine. Or if it was, I'm sure parts of it got pulled for our for ITAR, which is sure. the um, uh, regulation for restricting of uh, of ISVMs and other and other uh, rep- weapons type things in the United States. So I'm sure some stuff got pulled, but I'm sure like you just buy a bunch of J2X, a bunch of rocket part engines. Uh, so a whole bunch of stuff kind of got thrown out there this this past week. Um, those are kind of the two things that that stood out to us, space related wise. I'm sure we miss plenty because there's so much stuff that pops up there all the time. Yeah, and we just don't keep an eye on it. I remember uh, it was a, about a few months ago. I remember uh, some cockroaches came up on a site. It was a private site. It wasn't it wasn't a government site, and they had the the whole thing was that they had lunar dust in the stom- oh. stomachs of the cockroaches. What? Yeah. So some study after uh, one of the <laughs> Apollo missions came back, uh, some university got sent up lunar dust to be like, yeah, what happens if you digest it? Like we want to, I wanted to see like what happens if you digest it. I think it was, I think it was after Apollo 11. They want to see how the lunar dust would affect the astronauts since uh-huh. they probably inhaled some being on the moon. Um, and 
so remember uh, they went through these cockroaches went through so many different lines of the hands and also got the one where they dissected and took the lunar Dude, who, dust who's out of the speaking stomachs? for the cockroaches is my question like who's <laughs> who's who defending them who knows who knows they're dead at this point who knows who cares yeah. uh and they got put up on auction and nasa took it down like you know that's still our property by the way like the lunar dust is still our property that <laughs> was only on loan can we have it back please that's so, crazy so they dissected yeah. them vacuum all the dust out <laughs> and sold the lunar dust with the cockroaches you can still wow. get the dissected cockroaches yeah That's... uh so that was that was a fun interesting thing i found like a few a few months back it's it's auctions are a fun place they're really yeah. fun place so a bunch of interesting stuff yeah, so that's it this week for uh, the Space Explored podcast. Of course, you can listen to us at all the major places that podcasts are played um, or at spaceexplored.com. You can also catch up on all the local uh, latest space news on that site as well. You can follow me at Twitter at Seth Kirk, S-E-T-H-K-U-R-K, and you can follow Jared at... At Hyperlite, H-Y-P-R-L-Y-T-E. And we'll see you guys all next week. <laughs>